imagine you're the running back lined up behind the quarterback. He takes the snap and hands the ball off to you. You manage to find a gap in your offensive lineman. You make a run for it. Then, all of a sudden, a defender reaches out and is looking to bring you down to the ground by grabbing your jersey. His hands grasp that jersey. But wait, you're wearing a tearaway jersey. Instead of getting tackled by a defender holding onto your jersey, he rips apart with ease. You keep running, and another defender rips another part of your jersey off. You eventually reach the end zone and win the game. Now, who would be so bright and actually do this in a game? Well, that's exactly what Greg Pruitt did in the NFL, and he had quite the success doing so. However, the NFL saw that he wasn't breaking any rules, so naturally they decided to make one. Born on August 18, 1951, Gregory Donald Pruitt was born in Houston, Texas. He attended Beanie Carl Elmore High School, located in Houston, Texas, which was part of the Easton Mount Houston Independent School District. It was mainly a school for black students, and according to Pruitt, Elmore athletes had a high status, and the school had a tradition of winning athletic games. Pruitt was then soon recruited by Bill Michael, a football line coach at the University of Oklahoma, who also seemed to like to recruit players from Elmore High. Pruitt actually had a bit of an odd start to his football career. In his own words, here is how his career started. I was always small, and uh, I used to go out, and the uh, first time they would pick the teams, they wouldn't pick me because I was one of the smaller guys. But I noticed that uh, they would always fuss over who was going to be the quarterback, who was going to be the receiver, who was going to be the running back, and nobody wanted to be on the line. So one particular Saturday, I told them if they let me play, I would center the ball for both sides. And uh, they let me play, which I got the ball before anybody. So a lot of times I would fake a snap and run it. And uh, I proved to them that I could play, and then eventually I got a chance to play. And then I went to organize football, and uh, I played well enough to uh, go to the University of Oklahoma. Standing at 5'10 and 190 pounds, Pruitt managed to find great success in his college football career. He managed to be an All-American in 1971 and 1972. He currently ranks 7th in career all-purpose yards at Oklahoma, 26 more yards than the star NFL running back, Adrian Peterson. Pruitt's numbers break down to this, 3,122 rushing yards. 491 receiving yards, 139 yards on punt returns, and 679 yards on returning kickoffs. He also totaled 41 career touchdowns in his Sooners career. Pruitt's performance against the Southeastern Conference schools Alabama and Auburn in the 1971 and 1972 Sugar Bowls 
helped accelerate each team's integration, expanding the recruitment of black players. Thanks to the Browns, Greg Pruitt was also a NFL running back. The Browns took him in the second round with the 30th overall pick. Pruitt did make a name for himself once in the league, making the Pro Bowl four times in his first five years that he was in the league, 1973, 74, 76, and 1977, and did it again late in his career in 1983. He managed to rush for 1,000 yards for three straight years from 1976 to 78. If you enjoy fantasy football, he ended up with 1,100.4 fantasy points. He eventually left the Browns and joined the Raiders in 1981 for his final three years in the league. While on the Raiders, he managed to beat the Washington Redskins, who are now currently known as the Washington football team, in Super Bowl 18. He retired the following season after that Super Bowl victory. NFL's rule on jerseys is as follows. Item number two, jerseys. Jersey must cover all pads and other protective equipment worn on the torso and upper arm, and must be appropriately tailored to remain tucked into the uniform pants throughout the game. Tearaway jerseys are prohibited. Mess jerseys with large fist net material, commonly referred to as bullet hole or porthole mesh, are also prohibited. Surnames of players and letters of minimum two and a half inches high must be affixed to the exterior of jerseys across the upper back above the numerals. Nicknames are prohibited. All jerseys must carry a small NFL shield logo at the middle of the yoke on the neck along the front of the garment. All fabrics must be approved by the League of Office prior to production. Long story short, your jersey has to be solid, no mesh, and he can't easily rip apart, giving her an advantage over the tackler. Let's, you know, let's talk about when you were in the NFL. Okay. The tearaway jersey. Well. Let's talk about that. During that time, um, they, they sort of eventually outlawed They, they call that. it the Pruitt Law. Yeah, they, they, yeah. they made that illegal. They have yeah. their own law. Right. Yeah, right. yeah, so yeah. that's kind that's of your claim to fame. Right. That's right. right. Yeah, well... Well, let me say this because a lot of people think that when the tearaway went away, that it affected me in terms of how my accomplishment on the field. I said, well, I, that was me before the tearaway, and that was me after the tearaway, okay. and that the tearaway by itself doesn't do anything. We're watching it right now. Okay, yeah. <laughs> go right ahead. Go ahead. So you, uh, I, my style is elusive, okay. and so I don't give people easy shots at tackling me. And so somebody thought that, well, if guys are reaching and grabbing at you, if right. we put something on you that would give, it would give you an advantage. So the tearaway was born. Right. Now, I, I got... They're trying to pull you down. Yeah, I, I, I got tired of it because it was two things that had to happen for the tearaway to be effective. One is you couldn't wear anything under it because if you did, they would grab that too. And then the effectiveness of the tearaway would not be there. And... Second thing was we, we, we play in Cleveland, and 
<laughs> you don't want to be right. You don't want anything to be have, torn away. You want to have more. <laughs> Too much might be exposed. They're tear away jersey off. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> so, and then they got to a point. See, Look at I, your jersey. Yeah, oh my I goodness. would have to come off the field and go back on the field within 30 seconds for the next play. And then it got to a point where everybody knew I was wearing a tearaway. So in situations they thought I might get the ball, guys would just walk up to me, tear my jersey, and it was a infraction of the rule, and I would have to go off the field and change my jersey. Wow. So it kind of affected my concentration because to be effective as a running back, you need that 30 seconds. Once the play is called, you know the key blocks, you know where the point of attack is, you have to read defenses, and how you attack the hole is based on what defense they are. So when you're out there changing your jersey, right. you, you lose that right. that precious time. So a lot of times I was, you know, getting back in the hole, he say that it's, it's, it's a 22 trap on two to you, you know, and so <laughs> it was okay. It was right. exciting. It, you know, a lot, it was something a lot of people talked about, but I wasn't real upset when it left. Yeah, because, you know, I read an article where it said that, you know, you were happy that NFL outlawed yeah. it. Yes. Mm -hmm. yeah. For the record. For Just the want record. people to know yeah. that for the record. Yeah. Great Pritt's legacy lies in the NFL rulebook, and not the Hall of Fame, which is what most players tend to aim for. While his pro career wasn't good enough to get him in the Hall of Fame, he shined while in college. He was one of the first black Sooners to achieve All-American status. He came second in Heisman Trophy voting in 1972, and third in 1971. In 1979, Pritt won ABC's All-Stars which is an all-around sports competition that pits elite athletes from different sports against one another in a series of athletic events resembling a decathlon. And, to cap it all off, in 1999, he was inducted into the College Football Hall of Fame.